Welcome to installment 284 of Sefer Mitzvahs from the Rambam. In today's portion, we will conclude our discussion of positive commandment number 245, the law regulating the details of acquiring an object, the law of Kenyan. We are learning these laws again to correspond to the daily portion being learned in Mishnah Torah, the Rambam's legal code. And since now the laws being studied are the laws of shluchin v'shutfin, of making a proxy a representative, or governing relations between, in a partnership, and part of these laws govern when a representative of yours can make a sale, or when he is authorized to buy something for you and similarly in a partnership when can the partner sell something belonging to the partnership and when can one of the partners buy something for the benefit of the partnership these laws are governed by this same biblical commandment and therefore they are being studied again the Rambam tells us that this biblical commandment is associated with determining when an actual Kenyan, an act of acquisition has been finalized when is the actual transfer of property or transfer of possessions completed? There must be an act by which the transfer has been made. And defining when this act is, is part of this biblical commandment. The Rambam quotes the book of Leviticus, chapter 25, verse 14, which states, When you sell something to your friend, and it continues, or you buy something from the hand of your friend. And the Rambam quotes the Talmudic statement that the verse says, from the hand of your friend. It does not say buy from your friend, but from the hand of your friend. Why is this stressed in the verse? And the Talmud answers, it comes to teach you that the means of acquisition is something that is, uh, when something is handed from one hand to the other, when it is transferred physically. And this is known as Kenyan Meshicha, acquiring something by means of pulling it from one area to another. However, the Rambam tells us that by biblical law, there is no such thing as Meshicha, that even though they learn it from a verse, this is only showing that this rabbinic law is hinted to in the verse of Chumash, but not that it is biblically required. By biblical law, giving money for an object is enough to affect the transfer of ownership. However, the sages later on established this idea of Meshicha, of pulling the object in order to prevent certain mishaps, as we explained in earlier shiurim. So too, in cases where Meshicha, pulling the object, should for some reason be impossible, there are alternate rabbinic means of acquisition, such as Hagbah, lifting the object, or Mesida, which could be, for example, telling the buyer to go and take possession of the object while the seller is watching. This would also be a sufficient rabbinic means of acquisition. The Rambam then brings a proof for his contention that the idea of Meshicha, of pulling the object, is only required by rabbinic law, not by biblical law. The Rambam quotes a Talmudic statement which compares the acquisition done by a buyer with the acquisition of an object by a watchman, who is not buying the object technically, but since he is assuming responsibility for it, we must know when it comes into his possession, to know when he has this responsibility. And the Talmud says that just as our sages established 
Meshicha, pulling the object. In the case of buying, so too our sages established the same thing in the case of a watchman. That just like in the case of a buyer, he does not officially own the object until he pulls it into his possession, so too a watchman does not have responsibility until he pulls the object into his possession. The Rambam does not bring up this statement to teach us the laws of a watchman. He brings it for the words which the Talmud says that the, our sages established this idea of pulling the object. We therefore see, see clearly that although it, its origin is traced back to a word in the Chumash, the word miyad from the hand, nevertheless this is just a hint. But it is not a biblical requirement. Rather, this was an establishment of our sages. The Rambam then discusses the acquisition of immovable objects. This, that we have the idea of kesef, of buying something with money and then having to physically move the object, applies only to the cases of movable objects. If something is immovable, such as a house or land, it is governed by different laws. And in this case, there are only biblically ordained types of acquisition. The Rambam mentions shtar, making out a document for the sale, and chazaka, physically making a change in the house or the property, and thereby changing its status and changing its ownership. The Rambam does not mention the idea of kesef, as he does in his, in his legal code, which, that money is also a valid form, a valid way of acquiring land, Probably since he mentioned earlier in this mitzvah that money is already good by biblical law. And although he mentioned it there as far as movable objects, it's, it's reasonable to say that the same thing he meant to apply to this law of acquiring land as well. Therefore, there are two different means of acquiring movable objects. First of all, the biblical acquisition of money and the rabbinic act of acquisition of pulling the object or as it's replaced in one of the other ways Hagbal Masida two categories by the by land we have three different categories either with money or by document or by effecting a change in the object the details of all of these laws are discussed in the first chapter of Kedushan, the fourth and eighth chapters of Baba Metziah and chapters three through seven of the tractate Baba Basra as we explained in earlier shiurim in Sefer HaMitzvahs on this commandment, that Samach Tzedek, in his Derech Mitzvah Secha, Taim HaMitzvahs, explains, according to Hasidic philosophy, the significance of these two types of acquisition, the idea of Kesev giving money, and then the idea of Meshicha, physically moving the object from one territory to another. And that Samach Tzedek explains that usually what one does first in business is first the object is pulled, there is Meshicha, and afterwards the money is given. And so too, that we say that God himself is Kaina HaKel, that he buys everything, so to speak. He continually makes new acquisitions in the world as a result of our mitzvahs, that we purify the physical world and elevate it from its gross physical status to a holy spiritual status. And this is the idea of Meshicha. We pull something from one domain to another. We bring it out of its darkness and its limitation here in this world and raise it up to a supernal level of holiness. This is the Meshicha, when an object is moved from one place to another. However, after this step comes the giving of Kesef. And this is when God gives us the Kesef, 
What is the money that he gives to us? This that Samach Sadek explains can be seen in the word, seen in the word kesef, which also, this word for money is related to the world, word for love. Therefore, Hashem, after seeing that we have done the Mashiach, we have elevated the physical world, He responds by giving us an added measure of Avas Hashem, an additional feeling of love for Hashem, that we are on our own would be unable to arouse. By our own efforts and our own understandings and feelings, we would never have such a love. But God bestows this upon us as a gift from heaven. Just as in the case of a person buying something, he gives the money to the one who has given the object to him. So too, as a result of our efforts, God responds in course and gives us an additional measure of love we would be unable to reach. This is the idea of Kenyan, of acquisition. The Rebbe Rashab explains in Hemshech Ayin Beis that there is something higher than this because this gift which God gives to us is something which is a result of our own effort, of our Meshicha, our purification of the physical world through the performance of mitzvahs. There is something higher than this. This is known as a matana, a gift. When Hashem gives something in a way unrelated to our own efforts. And this is a higher higher form of revelation that Eber Hashab explains. Because this that we mentioned that Hashem responds to our efforts shows that it is somewhere within the reach, somewhere within the grasps of human effort, that through our efforts we can reach and arouse this response from, from above. But there is a higher level that no matter how much we, we exert ourselves and try to reach and elicit this revelation from above, we will be unsuccessful, unsuccessful because it is so high and so beyond our grasp. This is given to us only when Hashem decides to give to us. And even though the other type is also only when Hashem decides, this is, so to speak, a natural result or an outcome of our own behavior. But the idea of matana, a gift, is something we, were, we have no effect on whatsoever through, as a result of our efforts. And this that Rebbe Rashab explains is the idea of Shabbos. That Shabbos is something which exists without the effort of the Jewish people. Every seventh day it comes around. When it comes to the holidays, the holidays are dependent on the Jewish court declaring when the first day of the month is. As the Jewish court would declare when the moon has appeared and thereby start the cycle of holidays as we explained regarding the laws of Kiddush HaChadosh. But Shabbos is independent of our efforts. Shabbos is something which we cannot reach. It is such a high gift, it is totally unrelated and beyond any human effort. Why then, asked the Rebbe Rashab, do we say in the Shabbos prayers, after the Amida and after Vaychulu, in Me'en Sheva we say that Hashem is Kene Shomayim Va'aretz, that He acquires the heavens and the earth, the idea of Kenyan, that Hashem acquires something, seems to imply that it is something that we can reach through our efforts. And the Rebbe Rashab explains that it's true, there are two different level of, levels of Shabbos. On Friday night, we have a type of rest, which is a rest from the six days of the week. This is something which depends on how much we prepare during the six days, and according to what we do in the six days, this is our level of Shabbos. And this is something connected with our, our, our everyday efforts and our exertion. However, there is a higher level of Shabbos relating to the next day, to the daytime of Shabbos. And this is the idea of Shabbos as a matana, a gift, 
a revelation which is way beyond our own efforts. And this is superior and beyond the idea of Kenyan, the idea of us eliciting a, a response from above. Nevertheless, it explains other places in the Chassidus that there is an advantage to both. When Hashem decides by Himself to give, give us something, which is the idea of a gift, or the idea of the daytime of Shabbos, then it's a much higher revelation, and in that way superior. But on the other hand, when we earn something, which is the idea of Friday night, the idea of Kenyan, of an acquisition that we do the Mashiach, or we move the object, and then Hashem rewards us by giving us an additional love, then it's something which we have earned first of all, and therefore we have an additional feeling for it. And so too, since we have earned it, it helps purify us. It comes into us in a panemius and works us over and raises us to a higher spiritual level and becomes permanently a part of us.